and we're back around the fire. Welcome everyone. This is the Africa Fireplace podcast and we are Team Pani. We share stories, lessons and insights on the journey of building businesses in Africa. So this week, if you're listening to this episode, this is episode four. And you can catch all our previous episodes um, where we talk about, we've talked about co-founder dynamics, we've talked about the art of starting, and we've talked about jumping off the lion. And today, we're talking about something that's been top of mind the whole week. And it's around establishing a heartbeat, the heartbeat of the business, which refers to rhythms, rituals, the cadence that keeps the wheels turning. Almost all our conversations with, on, with founders, with teams, even amongst ourselves have been on this this week. So we just thought it's best to talk about it when it's hot off the press. <laughs> um, and really just asking ourselves, how do we design the experience about around rhythms? How do we extract the most value from them? Right. So we want to spend this episode breaking down that philosophy, breaking down how to build them, what are the important parts to consider when thinking about rhythms? And then why is it so difficult to keep up with this practice? So, good afternoon, my studio audience. Hello, hello. Good afternoon, Hi, Kenna. Hi, everybody. How's everyone feeling on a scale of, today we'll do one to ten, because lately people have been, <laughs> there, the are one to five more, is... there are a lot more nuanced feelings. <laughs> The one to five is too tight a scale. Huh? Yeah, it's 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 not capturing. <laughs> okay, so let me. Let, okay, so Ken, do I start? Go ahead, Ken. Okay, me I'm at an eight. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm also at a solid eight. My mm-hmm. social cup is full. Mm-hmm. Uh, work is very busy, and of course, you know, I love being busy. Uh, it's interesting that we're talking about rhythms. So, you know, I have made a huge leap. Yesterday, I was at a two because we were running a cadence, which I was not feeling like running. So, yeah. today, I'm at a solid eight because then we're doing fun stuff. I think we're always at a high number when we're when we're recording this podcast, and man, <laughs> you need every bit of that energy, um, and really looking forward to jumping into this conversation today. I'm also at a seven, eight. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, the conversation today is about rhythms. And when we thought about this topic, we realized how rhythms is not even, it's not a business thing. You'll never, you'll probably never open a business book and see the word rhythms or cadence or something like that. Or at least it would be different. Um, rhythms are a life thing. There are a way we run our lives even without knowing it. So if you think about resolutions, something we all set, something we all do, and most people believe in. um, If you think about a resolution you've kept, not the ones you've not kept, those ones, there are many, I'm sure. (laughs) But the ones you've kept is most likely because there was a rhythm and a system you built around them that helped you execute that, right? So if your plan is to live until 105, you build a rhythm every day where you exercise, you eat well, you know, there's things that show up in your everyday life that take you to that goal. That's what rhythms are really about. Um, Well, it's the same with business. Mm -hmm. There's a goal, there's a vision we see, 
there's how we've defined it and how we've painted in that picture. And then there's the rhythms that help that goal become alive today. And that's what we're really diving into. So before we get into the prescription, before we, we get into um, the frame, how to think about it and the banter around it, what even are rhythms and why do they matter? You know, it's interesting, Ken, as you were talking about, it's not just a business thing, it's a life thing. When I think about everything in life, if you want to be good at anything or succeed, you must have a rhythm. Mm. Be it the gym, which is like the most painful thing. Yeah. Um, eating well. I don't know. Whatever it is, think, you name it. Uh, I was watching the other day, my daughter has discovered a new, another new app called Study Bunny. Yeah. I don't know whether this one she will succeed, but she's like, now I have, she has exams first week of June. Mm. Now I have downloaded Study Bunny, mom. I'm set. Mm. Um, I don't know, but let's see. Because it's, it's, it's what it, is it that am I, I'm going to do yeah. so that it's a series of small steps. Yeah. Small steps that, and commitments that you keep, you know, every hour, every day, every month, so that you work towards a larger goal. Mm. That's all it is. Sounds very simple. Um, but it's one of the most powerful ideas, I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, you know, if you can be able to consistently implement those steps. Mm. It's very interesting when uh, I started running the family business in Tigoni. And, you know, when the cards we'd been dealt were just those cards. Yeah. And at that point in time, I didn't understand the power of rhythms. Mm. And I remember at some point, uh, Ken came in to coach us and myself and my management team. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, you're dealing with all these issues that you must resolve. Of course, you don't have ideal name. You don't have ideal infrastructure. You don't have ideal service people. Where do you start? Yeah. And we agreed that we'd be having a session once every three months. Those workshops were brutal in the beginning because, of course, I had expectations. Being my husband, I thought he'd be, oh, so sweet and nice. Hmm. It was not like that. <laughs> there were some very real and honest <laughs> conversations and I need to just say I caught a serious feeling many times. But the yeah. results were sweet. <laughs> wasn't that the, wasn't that the idea? Yeah. You know, because facing the truth and the reality of the status today is it stings. Yeah. And then we used to pick out, I think, maximum three issues and say for the next three months, we're going to work on this. And then would work backwards yeah. and develop a rhythm and say, okay, how often do we need to review this so that it actually shows up at the end of three months? That idea was so powerful. Mm. What it did for our revenues at the end of the year yeah. was amazing. What it did for our teamwork, what it did for us, our product, because we continuously improved it. Yeah. And that's the thing with rhythms. Um, this system must first and foremost allow you to show up no matter what in the business. You're going to yeah. have off days, you're going to have days where it's crazy, but because you have a system, you have a way of doing things, it just forces you to show mm. up, you know. And you um, orient around it. Like, the fact that he was coming every three months, the fact that he was coming every three months means that there's things that you change in your monthly meeting, in your weekly meeting, and even in your daily, like, it, it trickles down. Exactly. And actually, now what happened is we added another layer, which was a board meeting. Mm. So now he used to come just before the board meeting. So, of course, you feel like you're going into preps because obviously being last minute as you'll work much harder towards the end, yeah, you know. But yeah. it was even just as an accountability tool, having that rhythm made such a huge difference. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, you know, they need a lot of discipline, a lot of discipline. Yeah. Um, so that you can make sure that, uh, especially when the days things are not working, mm. that's when your rhythms must be in high gear. Especially on the days that your things are not. Especially when things are not working. Mm. Yeah. I think, Koi, you're right. <clears throat> and I think, um, 
you know, sometimes discipline sounds like a fairly intimidating concept, but but actually, it's it's um, people need some conviction that it is good and and some commitment to getting better over time, right? I think uh, when they do that, then it's quite easy to be disciplined uh, around it. Um, and, and so that makes it accessible. So mm. which kind of rhythms uh, do people think about or what should they have when they think about their business? Uh, in our last podcast, we had uh, this, co- this concept that, you know, business is about keeping your head in the clouds, heart in the business, feet on the ground, and faith in God. So let's break down these things in practical terms. You know, so how do you maintain these? How do you use this as a guide to think about your rhythms, right? Mm. So head in the clouds. Remember, we talked about head in, in the clouds about vision. It's about mission, right? It's a, you know, the path that takes you to where you want to go. So as a founder, as a founding team, as owners of a business, I think it's super, super important uh, once in a while to zoom out and, and to think about where the business has come from, where it's going how much progress it's making and so on. So the rhythm around that um, is normally around quarterly meetings, just like those that uh, Koi was talking about when she was uh, transforming the family business. Mm. And and, uh, also sometimes just yearly reflections, right? Like I think at a personal level, we do this in some way when we are making New Year resolutions and so on and so forth. So likewise for business. So at the end of the year, it makes sense to just say, okay, in that year that passed, uh, what went well and what didn't go well. Because mm. business is about doing more of the things that go well and fixing the things that don't go well. So you do that every year. And in between the year, when you're looking at performance, or customers, people, and so on, that you do that every quarter, right? Mm. Uh, so, so when you think about the vision of the business, you do that. Then there's a heart, heart in the business. The heart in the business is actually about two things. It's about your people and it's about your customers. Mm. And so you need a rhythm that connects the business to the pulse of customers, right? I mean, that's super important uh, because then you know that is what gives you the true north for how to tweak your service, how to tweak your product, how to make it better. Mm. And then as far as your people are concerned, you know that people, we deliver through people, so right? And, and this is about hearts and minds. Yeah. And so the pulse check for people needs to be a rhythm, right? And it's, it's team meetings, it's one-on-one conversations that happen so regularly that uh, in, in, in those conversations, you address questions, are you growing? Are you winning? What's working? What's not working? How can I be helpful? And try to solve those. Like it's a consistent rhythm. And, and these ones happen weekly. Uh, some of them happen daily, right? Like if you're doing a business-to-consumer uh, kind of business, then your rhythms towards customers are daily. Like mm-hmm. every day you talk to people who have been in the market and figure out what customers want. Yeah. Uh, some of the rhythms are weekly. The people rhythms are weekly. Customer we- uh, rhythms are weekly. And then the business review meetings are monthly. Every month you look at your revenues, you look at your numbers and say, hey, how have we done? And so, the, so that's uh, the heart uh, or in the business. Then there's the feet on the ground. Now, the feet on the ground is basically how the business delivers, you know, the pulse, the operating pulse of the business operation. So if you're in a logistics business, you've got trucks that are moving. If you run a matatu business, there are matatus that are moving. If you're running a, 
commodity business, there's products that are moving. If you run a technology business, there's software that's being written, all of these things that are happening. Uh, how do you measure the pulse of those things that you produce? Um, what do you measure to then figure, uh, what do you measure, how often do you measure to realize that they're making progress? And uh, what kind of rhythm do you put about around that? Yeah. And super important. And the final one, and most, uh, perhaps most important, uh, because it centers every person's faith in God, right? <clears throat> a lot of us believe in God, some of us don't, and some of us uh, huh, like to meditate and so on <laughs> and so forth. Yeah. But every single person has a purpose in this universe, right? Mm. And so, the, the, so, and you always, when you're a better-centered leader, uh, you generally deliver more. Yeah. So this is just that thing of being alone, being silent, being alone, reflecting uh, on the progress you as a person are making, your centeredness, your calmness, how you think about things, your motivations for things, and so on and so forth. And you need a rhythm for that. Mm. Um, and whatever works, right? Some people walk in the forest every, every day or twice a week or three weeks, they walk alone and so on and so forth. Others sort of have <laughs> a very nice entrepreneur uh, had this interesting routine where every morning, she woke up and she had her coffee for half an hour, uh, just in the dark, no lights on. It's mm. very powerful rhythm so yeah. for centering. So that's sort of stuff. Yeah. I, I was just going to say how much I love that map, you know, head mm. in the clouds, vision, heart in the business, the why of the business, feet on the ground, execution. Uh, faith in God. You know, as Chief Guard Officer, I always feel that I need to explain the softer issues a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to explain this last one? <laughs> you want to add a but bit I, more color I, on this I, last I one? I think I've had sufficient impact of, on Ken. He's done a good Is job. A, he's represented. Um, but, you, you know, I just think about, like, for me, yeah. uh, one thing that I had to do during COVID because I was so overwhelmed and just so drained, especially after having to shut down my business, mm. is uh, I had a prescribed six-hour solitude on Thursday mornings. Phone on airplane mode. Uh, I think the only thing I could do was listen to music and then I had to journal. Mm. Now, um, shutting down your thoughts, actually disappearing into your head when you're an introvert, I think is is like a refuge. Yeah. When you're an extrovert now, oh my goodness. Painful. It's very painful. <laughs> but it became such a powerful thing by, you know, when I started... The first time, by the way, I blacked out. Like, I didn't realize how tired I was. Mm. I was just really, really sleepy. Mm. Um, and then with time, I started to get all these brilliant ideas and to be able to solve issues that I just had no time to solve because I was busy running. Mm. And that's the thing with rhythms is that they actually prevent you from burning out. Yeah. Wellness is also a very big deal. Mm. So, yeah. I think, uh, and, and that's why that frame is, as you're saying, very powerful because it allows you also to design the the rhythms and the cadences that work the best for you. No two persons' cadences will be the same. Like the six hours of solitude, the difference that it had on the impact that it had on, on Koi. Because I think we, we we knew each other during that time and mm. it was like night and day. Yes. Um, you going into that process and you coming out of it. Um, I don't know if that would have the same impact for me because that's just like my daily life or like <laughs> okay or something like that. Yes. So this frame is for you to go and, and edit figure out what works for you and figure out what works and tweak it as much as you need to. But just to think about it in terms of these are the buckets for which I need to create for. 
Correct. And the rhythm must come alive in your calendar. Correct. Absolutely. If yeah. it's not in your calendar, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't it exist. Happen. It doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. It'll be overtaken by urgent things and firefighting and all of that stuff. Exactly. Like time time will always be stuffed full. There's enough things to fill. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So when we think about this in terms of um, the business and really in the same way that it works for the person, like you as a leader, it works for the business. The rhythm is the thing that tells you, hey, this is, this area of the business is in code red. This area is in code green, you know? Um, and we've developed this way of thinking about readings in three parts, right? So there's the metrics, and these are the numbers that are, that, that will be objective for you when you cannot be, right? So that's the, the things you measure, the things you look at um, every day, every week, according to the rhythms. Then there's the cadences. And when we talk about cadences, they usually are a series of meetings. I know people don't like meetings, and we're trying to all have less meetings and have more time to ourselves and to work. Uh, but a series of meetings that are very realigning. Those are what we think about as cadence. And then to tie all of those together, there's a cycle of improvement that really is the gold of this whole process. How often are you sitting back and saying, is this rhythm working for me? Rather than saying, this rhythm is not working, we are removing it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and you must do all three. Now, as much as my six-hour solitude was such a fantastic story, it yeah. all fell apart once I started feeling good about myself. And I started by reducing it to three hours, two <laughs> hours. And then, and then it, it, it went off the calendar. It's completely gone. Yeah. Um, and then, unfortunately, now with the loss of that rhythm, there's something that's suffering. Mm. The only problem is by not executing your rhythms well and iterating all the time, it's a slow death. Yeah. Very slow death, and that's the most painful death. Mm. So um, just warning to myself, I'm going to go back to, you guys need to be my accountability partners. I'll okay. go back to, to your six, six hours, hours of solitude. Yeah, to your six hours of solitude, yeah. So let's jump into what uh, Kenna has, uh, you know, given as a frame, metrics. Yeah. Uh, what gets measured gets managed, and what gets managed gets done. Mm. That's the bottom line. Uh, Ken's favorite phrase is, men lie, women lie, and numbers don't. So you must... Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You're very lucky it's the podcast we're recording. Otherwise, in other scenarios, <laughs> I wouldn't be laughing. <laughs> By the way, and it's not that because men and women are bad, even to themselves. I mean, yeah, there's always a yeah. story we tell ourselves, and if it comes true, <laughs> numbers just are just what they are. There was another quote that you liked. Huh? Which one was that? About one? metrics. That was the one you said. Oh, you said... If everyone has the numbers, I want to hear it. But yeah. if not, I'd prefer to stick to my own yeah, opinion. Yeah, I prefer to stick to my own opinion. Hmm. By the way, it wasn't a quote from me. It was a CEO somewhere yeah. in the Silicon Valley who said that. <laughs> who yeah. said that, yeah. 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 But that's the thing. Numbers are very grounding. It's the one thing you cannot dispute. Yeah. And it's it's the only measure that is for real, for real. It's very objective. Mm. Uh, and because you're building something and towards a vision, you can't then not ground in numbers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you need to build strong rhythms. First, you need to identify what these numbers are that are need to be that need to be measured, and those yeah. are the metrics. Yeah. And then create very strong rhythms that keep those numbers top of mind. Yeah. And I know a lot of people say, "Oh no, I'm not a crammer." You know, I I did my eight for four thing. This is not about cramming. It's the fact that it's top of mind because you hear it, 
you engage on that mm. number until you internalize it. Yeah. Um, Matters. And yes. it tells a story. Right? Like every number in the business in a system tells a story. Yeah. And it's uh, and that story uh, gives you a sense of what's going underneath. And that's those are the things that are going underneath that drive that number. Is what you need to manage every single day for a business to make progress, right? Yeah. yeah. And just yeah. as you think about it, a frame, even as you today for any person with a business, and I'm assuming even for your life, mm. you know, you need to look at what are your organization-wide metrics, the headline metrics, the ones mm. that you all measure, and what it is that you do at a team level. Yeah. Uh, there's an anecdote that I really like that uh, Ken tells well of a story he had about uh, Booking.com mm-hmm. and them measuring. Can you remember that story? Yeah, Koi really likes the story of Booking.com. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she was because when uh, she was running the guest house in uh, in Nairobi, mm. uh, she the Booking.com was one of your sort of channel partners, and that's how you uh, that 30% of your customers came from there, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes even higher. So mm. it is the largest uh, travel agent in the world. Yeah. Mm. So, so one of uh, so actually two of the founders of Booking.com happen to be shareholders of ours at uh, at at, at uh, Cellulan. Mm. And uh, one day they they ran a workshop for us, and I attended his workshop, and and they built this phenomenal organization. These two gentlemen sat in the same room, and you think about it, the idea of a website that does booking is actually a very simple idea. Mm-hmm. And, and at the time, there was nothing really special about it. Uh, but, but actually, in the end, they narrowed down their business to actually two very, very important metrics that they measured re- religiously. Mm-hmm. One was basically how much it cost them to get somebody, uh, the advertising cost of getting somebody to land on their site, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, so if you, let's say you paid, let's say $10 on a website to get 10 people to, to be able to click on your link and to come to your website, they tracked that cost mm. because it t- t- told them how efficient they were at optimizing that cost to get people to the website. Then once the people c- got to the website, uh, what's the conversion rate for booking uh, from just looking and browsing to booking, right? That conversion rate. And they built their business around those two metrics every single day. And they, and they were presented uh, prominently in the office. And those things became so sacrosanct. If somebody wanted to buy a seat, the question was that, okay, if we're going to spend $2,000 on this, how many people can it get us on our website? Mm. And how many bookings will it do? Why should we buy this seat? If we can survive without it, why should I buy it? Why should we not spend those $2? Those $2,000 on, 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 on something we can measure. And then there was this very interesting story some time back when they were customizing this website. And uh, this, um, one of them got an angry call from their country manager in Finland. Mm. And this guy was just saying, no, you know, the grammar that you have on the web, on the web page is not correct Finnish. <laughs> I hope that's the language they speak in Finland. <laughs> and it was a heated debate. And this guy was very passionate about, of course, it's his language. And then he's struggling to understand why this other guy, this other guy is Dutch. Yeah. Why he's not listening to him and he's the one that's Finnish. Mm. And this uh, went on for a while. So then he said, fine, you know, let's change it. And the moment they changed it, uh, the conversions went lower than they were before. <laughs> the moment they went lower before, Again, the like, argument was closed. Yeah. He said, okay, now just take it back to that broken finish, right? Clearly, the customers yeah. don't care. Clear, clearly, the customers actually prefer the broken finish, right? Yeah, that, that's yeah. what matters. Mm. So I think metrics are just important. They're such a true north. 
number, if you think intently about what they are and what they mean in the business, uh, then they have a very powerful anchoring mechanism because then they, they form the true north for every major decision and small decisions that the business makes. And ultimately, it's always about improving those things. So you take the guesswork out of running, running a business. Mm. And then Koi will tell us about the second one. <laughs> cadences. You, you introduce us to these cadences. So for some people like me, we'll call it cadence. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, depending <laughs> like this on word. <laughs> where, where you went cadence. to school, is mm. it a cadence or cadence? cadence yeah. mm. Kenna, you were telling us about the origin of this word. Yeah, yeah actually. Like the first time I had, it actually originates from music um, and how they keep time um, throughout a piece. Mm-hmm. Right? So... It it will be that it will be how how the like how the how vocalist yeah. like um, intonates like mm. things like that. Mm. Um, like for a rapper, they'd be like, okay, how your cadence is how well you're keeping on the mm. on the beat and stuff like that. So it's a very it's a very rhythmic. Um, it's about pattern. It's about, it's about patterns, order. It's about yeah. Yeah. timing. Exactly. You know, and the tone and the intensity and all of yes. that. And remembering. John. Mm. Cool. So cadence. My parents would be very proud. <laughs> nice. <laughs> of this moment. That's a good return on fees. In, in music fees. lessons, I use it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> So Koi, tell us, what's this thing called yeah. cadence? How cadence. does it show up in the business? And and here's, here's the most controversial thing and the thing that takes us the longest time to accept mm-hmm. is that your cadence and your way of just executing this heartbeat, this pulse, this rhythm is through meetings. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of the time is that the nature of the meetings and the frequency, because how do you even measure whether it is that things are getting better? Yeah. And a lot of people fear that they're going to be talk shops. Uh, because, you know, this thing of we're just sitting and talking, we're not working. Yeah. You know, part of the work is actually doing this because a cadence, if run properly, if done correctly, is actually a very useful tool of management and of building the business. Mm. The it's the example, only tool of management, actually. Actually, it's the only tool of management. Mm. And I was just thinking to myself, the only example that really resonated was when you were trying to, you know, get product market fit for your ringtone product. Mm. Do you remember that story, Ken? Yeah. Um, and yeah, for the ringtone business. Yeah. yeah. And this is where cadences really showed up. They showed yeah. up and showed off. Yeah. Uh, because they used to cadence themselves. Beginning of day, end of day. Listen to customer feedback. Go and iterate. The developers change. Start again, beginning of day, end of day. And of course, Ken will tell the story better because he was running the business then. And then because of just experiencing that, then with every other product, uh, when they went into banking and into payments or whatever it is, they were always very clear that the cadence must run it, must run a certain way. It's not a bother. It's necessary. Yeah. It's mm. the only way. It's the fastest way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you want to just give a bit of color into <coughs> that whole... Yeah, I, I think... Um... I think we talked about them. So I, I think every business needs to ask themselves, you know, what are the things that shift daily in a business that are important? Yeah. Um, and, and for the things that shift daily, then you must cadence them daily. Like uh, at a basic minimum, once a day or twice a day. And then you ask yourself, then what are the things that are likely to shift weekly? And you cadence them weekly. Mm. And monthly and quarterly and yearly, Right. Um, and so for monthlies, management reviews, quarterly, you know, you have the team meetings and uh, performance reviews every quarter. And yearly, 
you basically look at how you did the year against expectations, and then you plan for the next year. Uh, so let me talk about the daily routine and just give color around that, because I tend to think that it sets, it's, it's basically a very important routine because it just sets the operational pulse of a business. Yeah. Now, look, there's all kinds of businesses out there. And uh, Koi gave, gave the example of uh, Cellulant when we were a music business. Mm -hmm. Now, what was that business about every single day? It was basically uh, about publishing a list of songs mm. uh, on media channels. And then, you know, people then sent a text and or dialed a, 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 a voice line to that was automated IVR to, to download a, a track. Mm. So you could generally basically cadence that business every single day. You could wake up in the morning, you could uh, end the day and just say, okay, how many ringtones did we sell today? Which ones? Which categories? Which genres of music? And so on. Um, and then... In the next day, you could make a decision about what it meant, right? Did mm. that advertisement in that newspaper make a difference? Did it not? The numbers will tell you. Yeah. Uh, they, if you were selling a certain type of music, then in the smaller ad, you give them a little bit more real estate, right? Like the ads will tell you. Mm. Uh, so if you cadence that thing every single day, there was an opportunity to change where you did your advertising, the size of the advertisement, the colors in the advertisement, and so on. And because you are cadencing them daily, it was very easy to see the cause and effect, you know, the differences between when you change something and the numbers and mm. so on and so forth. So because you did that over time, over time, the system becomes almost instinctive about what you need to do. Like at, at the end of that business, we could tell you on this particular day, this is the page you put there advertisement, you put it on the right, these are the colors, this is the size, and if you didn't, uh, if you didn't do, and, and if I saw an ad, I could almost tell you how many ringtones you would download, right? Yeah. Now, there was no magic to that. It's just that we looked at those things every single day, mm -hmm. and they guided our actions. Now, if you think about any business that you have, you're serving customers, you're writing software, and so on and so forth, I've never come across any business that you couldn't cadence daily. Now, the good mm -hmm. thing about cadencing daily, it just drives a certain discipline because people begin to look at certain things and intuitively want to make them better, right? Yeah. Um, so that, that was the power. And it was very interesting. I think uh, when Koi and I were, 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 were dating in those early days when we were doing the music business, at, mm. you know, at every midnight, uh, we'd try and uh, sort of drive out looking for a newspaper, right? Because you'd place an ad and the, the newspaper new for the next day sort of came out around uh. midnight because you want to see how did the ad appear in the newspaper. Yeah. And then oftentimes when the newspapers hit the streets, you started to see the downloads, right? And, and, and I had a number where I could look at downloads in real time. So it mm. was a very simple thing. It looked obsessive at the time, but actually it, it is, even as the business grew bigger, it just became such a powerful part of transforming even some of the largest con uh, projects. We always knew that the largest projects, the moment you had a daily cadence system, yeah. a 40-minute or one-hour review, at the beginning of the meeting on that project, the project almost never went wrong, right? Like you all, almost always succeeded. So it's really magical, this this idea of cadence. Yeah, very. And, and it every time Kelvin tells that story in a workshop or to a team, 
They look at him like there's this look on their face like what? <laughs> like it can't be that <laughs> like simple. Like he's an alien. Like our, like our problems are so difficult. Can't, they can't it be that can't simple. It can't be that. Either it can't be that simple or it were doesn't you apply sleeping? in our context. Like why you like what like <laughs> how how was that happening? Because yeah. I'm assuming at the end of the day when you pick up the insights and there's a decision like this needs to change. There's people who are working through the night to try and make sure that that's changed by morning. Like yeah. there's a way also it requires you. It's not just the cadence. See, that's the thing. It requires you to reorganize your way of working, your priorities. So you're, so you're responding. So you're responding, so you're responding to, to, to the, the feedback that, that you're getting. From exactly. The, from the yeah. Exactly. So Good. we're finishing it, each other's words. Nice. I know. It's, it's been long. You should, you're hanging around too <laughs> much. You should hang out in Koi. <laughs> what are we saying? Um, <laughs> so the third, so the, the third thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so the third thing is around is around the 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 cycle of improvement. Yes. I think, you know, the cadence is a sibling to the cycle of improvement. Yeah. And and like you say, Kenna, it's mm. the cadence doesn't exist in and of itself. Mm-hmm. You must continuously improve. Mm-hmm. And so you need to design your organization, design your little business, design your life so that whatever it is when you're cadencing it, you make sure that then whatever insights you're gathering, you're improving them as you go. Yeah. Is it hard work? Yes. Is it better than walking in the dark and just running your business blindly? Definitely. Yeah. Um, whether it's your business, whether it's your life, whatever it is. Um, cadence and just improve. Cadence mm-hmm. and improve. Once you're intentional about those things. I think that's why, you know, we get fascinated when all these big businesses know. Like, for example, that time when Ken was saying, you know, Coke, no, the people know, the salespeople know, if it rains at a certain time, it's going to affect uh, our sale of sodas. This percentage. By this percentage. <laughs> and so we have to wake up tomorrow running, knowing that we have to compensate for our targets. Yeah. Mm. So their numbers at the end of the month don't surprise them. Mm. Uh, this thing of, ah, did I hit target? I don't know. You know, you're relying on vibes and inshallah. No. Like, it's a science. <laughs> it's a science. That is rough. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> vibes. <laughs> relying on vibes. Yeah, you know. Well, as Kate called it, spray and pray. Yeah. <laughs> do the thing yes. and then we just hope. <laughs> yeah, no. We, you, you're not... You're lucky, you're not that lucky. Yeah, <laughs> you need yeah. to put in the work. Mm. Mm. And... And you're right, Koi. You know, so what do you improve? So I think one of the things, the struggles which I see uh, that teams have is to improve the cadence itself, right? What does that, what, I, what do I mean? So let's say, for instance, you have a one-on-one meeting with your team, with, with, with every person in your team every week. And that's mm. one of our, always our recommendation. Mm. That this one-on-one, you know, on day one, it will be in a certain way, right? Like you will gravitate towards talking about certain things. Yeah. And after some time, uh, you might find that, okay, you know, no, people are not actually finding a lot of value from the one-on-one, right? Mm. Th- actually, that's, it's not uh, an opportunity. It's an opportunity to actually improve the one-on-one. Uh, most people will generally tend to scrap it. Mm. Just say, okay, the one-on-one doesn't add value. Let me remove it. We'll, we'll meet in the team meeting. But actually, the opportunity there is to, is to now have a conversation with every person and say, hey, how do we improve this one on one? Yeah, yeah. Um, how do we make it better? What do you expect from it, and so on? Mm. So that if you now go through another iteration of, let's say, one month of having one on ones every week, mm. that those one on ones are better than you had last month, and you keep doing that. Same for the team meetings, right? Like if you have a team meeting, I was always worried when you had a team meeting and you had thirteen people or fifteen people, right? You know, those two too many people. 
Yeah. Just say, how, how do we keep this team small so that only the people that uh, get value and add value come to the meeting? So you save everybody else's time. Mm. So improvement is improving the meetings themselves, improving the cadences themselves, but also improving the business. So because in there, you're making decisions, you're reviewing numbers, you're improving operations and so on. And so you're creating clarity. Yeah. It's making sure that those things actually get better. Get better. Mm. Every single time. So now I have a question, Team Pani. Mm-hmm. What is our success rate with this recommendation? <laughs> <laughs> I Tell think the people honestly. <laughs> I think we're at a solid because that's, beginning that's of 2022, we really we we kind of slipped a little bit yeah. with our cadences. Mm. Mm. I'd say. Our Monday cadence is back. Uh, ourselves, basically, our own, our Team own Pani. selves. Team Pani. We can Team ask, Pani. There were two questions, maybe, interpreted in two ways. Us as Team Pani, our own cadence. And then what is the success rate of recommending of this recommendation this to, teams. to our teams? <laughs> ah, okay. So answer the first one and then the second. So <laughs> I'd have said a solid uh, three out of five because our Friday one is not back yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I think we are consistent. We're back mm. to being very consistent, mm-hmm. but uh, we, we we still have some work to do. We have some room for improvement. As mm. far as recommending it to other, our dear friends and uh, fellow <laughs> founders. Ken, <laughs> what's our success rate? I am not sure. I, I even <laughs> well, want to rank uh, myself. Ko uh-huh. is actually being a little skeptical. I, I'd say we probably are square. We are squarely on average, like 2.5 out of 5 mm. or, or 5 out of 10. Yeah. I think uh, what I think I, people do in, un, understand the cadences because naturally when you're running a business a certain size, you, you have meetings and so on and so forth, right? Yeah. I think where it drops uh, is the the process of sort of improving the cadences themselves, mm. being intentional around, okay, this meeting, if it's a team meeting, what should actually make a good team meeting? Negotiating that. Yeah. And therefore, then building the discipline for people preparing properly for the meeting. Mm. And then building the discipline within the meeting to actually have a structure that delivers. Right? Okay. I think that's where... Where that's it, where it the struggles. Off. That's where the struggles are. Okay. And uh, so that's Kazi Kwetu. That's basically for us to really work hard yeah. and to try and get our teams along, moving along better. Because it always feels like they understand the philosophy, right? But the execution of it, there's something that 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 is that feels difficult, and especially before it starts to produce results, there's a believability that. That, that, that founders have to <coughs> jump over, like to get to the other side. Yeah. Um, so before it latches, what what are the biggest reasons that you've had? Okay. So first, the the one you you guys are describing that we've had, I think, is that of conviction. Yeah. Because this thing is slow burn, and mm. when I say slow burn, I mean slow. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to see results tomorrow. In fact, if anything, the first thing you face is resistance yeah. because you're changing a lot of things. People are like, oh, is it that you don't trust us? Do you want to put us under a microscope? Are is you monitoring too much? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's the, fir- the, the first problem with this conviction is that it's a very slow burn. And so because it's going to take a long time to show results, sometimes you're just not sure. Mm. And then human nature is to wait for that big bang result. Yeah. Whereas life is a series of, you know, small, small simple things. things. Yes, yeah, small simple things and small milestones that need to be celebrated. Mm. So even the fact that, you know, uh, we used to know what our numbers are at the end of 
six months. Now we know what our numbers are at the end of the month. And so we improve much faster mm. is a huge milestone. It may not get you in terms of sales, what it is that you're expecting, your 10x growth or whatever, but your business is getting better. The yeah. engine is getting better. And that is, you know, people like to say, ah, that Piashara, in fact, I can go and start another one because I've put in systems <laughs> so it can run on its own. I, I, I've never understood when <laughs> people, when people <laughs> say that I've put, I've put in systems, it can run on its own. Like, what the hell does that mean? Is it, a, is it pieces of paper on a shelf? Yeah. Processes documented. I've never seen anyone refer to process manuals except pilots. I'm, I'm also not too sure what it means. But all I will say is that to date, yeah. the big multinationals still run cadences. They still have a rhythm. Very tight cadences. Very tight way. cadences with their people. Whether yeah. you go to Microsoft, IBM, whether you go yeah. to Coke, BAT. They're very disciplined very about them. And very frequent ones. At mm. the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, especially those attached to the commercial machine. Yeah. I do not think they have lost their minds. If it was a software <laughs> thing or a paper thing. <laughs> Would have been figured out. <laughs> uh, yeah, they'd have cracked it. So this one, you're not cheating the process. And mm. I think that's the thing that affects conviction mm. because it is slow burn. It feels like it's, a, it's becoming a talk shop because mm. you're like, I'm spending my time in meetings. You don't feel like it is work. Yeah. The other big, big enemy, personal experience, mm. uh, to then sustaining these cadences and a cycle of improvement is actually it's, progress. It's progress. Yeah. It's progress. You, you tell yourself, <laughs> you make a little healed, progress. I'm healed. Yeah. <laughs> you make I'm a little healed. progress and you stop the cadence. Yeah. Like, uh, so, so you look at a team member, you're like, hey, this person, I've been doing one-on-ones with them. They are doing so well. I think I can leave them on their own. Mm. While in actual fact now is when you really need to, to push them hard. More. If they're ah. meeting their target media, you change it. Target, yeah. You know, because that is the machine that's working and it's going to deliver for you. Mm. So for me, there's that thing of conviction and just progress is always the enemy of buying this whole rhythm of business thing. Plus, to be honest, just plain boring to do. Yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> there are other things in the business that will give you instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Like there's, would you rather be in a one-on-one or would you rather be in a client meeting? Yeah. To be honest, you'd probably rather be in a client meeting because there's gratification. Yeah. But when you start to think of the rhythms not as a single instance a single meeting but rather a philosophy and a process like you're building something like it's something you're entrenching in your team even in yourself and in the business then that thing takes precedence over everything else all the emergencies all the you will find a way for them in the rhythms Mm. um i think that's what's powerful about this philosophy so as we as we close out Mm -hmm. because you've shared a lot of Interesting stories and nuggets today. <laughs> um, what's the thing to take away? Uh, what's the thing to take away? Uh, I think the first thing is, you're thinking this panic, guys, is this thing too simple to make a difference? Mm. It, it's simple yet it's not. Yeah. Does it make a difference as sure as the sun rises? Yes, it does. Mm. Um, it is not simple to execute because it requires a lot of bis- uh, discipline, intentionality, and buying from your team members. Yeah. Uh, so just remember that it will make a difference. It may sound basic, mm. but it's definitely going to make a difference. That's what I'd want you to take out. Okay. Ken? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think rhythms and cadence and metrics and so on, actually it's a system of nature. It's a system of life, right? And and nature is a highly complex system but with a lot of harmony. Mm. You wake up every day, think about it. Um, None of us really thought much about our heart as we went 
around, right? It powers our body, but yeah. it pumps at a certain rate, in a certain rhythm, with certain power and certain pressure consistently yeah. for 80, 90, 100 years. Like mm -hmm. it just does that. You never think about it. Nobody wakes up and says, gee, I want my heart to really beat well today. It just beats. Mm. Uh, and as so as everything, every other system in our body, in the nature, and so on. So it's a, if we're building our businesses to succeed and, and you want to turn them into organisms that basically are engines of progress for customers and growth and so on and so forth, you just have to borrow from, from nature. Yeah. And, and these meetings, rhythms, the rates of improvement and that sort of thing, they come from that sort of thing. You, you invest to make them happen. Mm. Um, and then they really just become a way of life for the business. Nobody thinks about them. They just drive the business. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. you can uh? tying up the heartbeat analogy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being on brand. Yes. For me, it's the freedom it actually gives you. Um, when you think of the rhythm and the cadence and building all these things, even when you think of metrics, it feels like something that would take up most of your time. It feels like it's coming to an like, encroach on whatever, whatever you've already given your time to. But it's one of those counterintuitive things that gives you back more time. When you do things consistently and when you know that there's a space, like everything in your, that you need, all your to-do things have a home on your calendar. Like, this is where I deal with this. Even for us as Pani, it reduces the anxiety we have about getting things done. So it's that very silent process in which it gives you more freedom, gives you more time back, um, which is, is invaluable for a founder, um, especially in the beginning stages. So, yeah, those are the things to take away from today's um, episode. We hope... And we wish you all the best as you build the rhythms. Remember, it's a slow process. Build one rhythm, build another one on top of it. Like, don't kill yourself with everything at once. But um, the philosophy is powerful. And we look forward to hearing and seeing all of the, of the results that come out of that. Um, join us next week. Well, we'll decide what we'll be talking about. <laughs> because <laughs> Next week, in two weeks, we'll, right? Yes, in, yes. in two yeah. weeks, in two actually. Weeks. Yeah, we're trying to establish a, a rhythm of every two weeks so that we have time to first experience things. <laughs> yes. And then we can come around and talk And it's about good that it. our audience has held us accountable. Yes. So also, as you're building your rhythms, it's very useful to have an accountability partner. Yeah. And you guys are uh, the villagers. They dubbed themselves the villagers. <laughs> yeah. Are our accountability partner for, for for getting these podcasts out. Mm, we then, got three out of ten on pod podcast. Uh, 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 so you can you can bet you we are putting the pod podcast production on on, on a cadence. On a cadence. <laughs> we shall be here every two. Thanks for the feedback, guys. I yeah. guess we all know we must do better. So all the best to everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.